Welcome to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. Now here's our mama. Oh, hi. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited, Rudy. Oh, you're so sweet. I was just here watching your video. I was like, oh my gosh, she is the cutest thing. You're just so happy and, and nice. I love your energy. Oh my God, thank you. Thank you so much. You are so yeah. sweet. Oh. Right. oh, I can hear you. I can see you. This is perfect. Yay. Yay. Amazing. <laughs> Questions. Um, yeah. And I don't know if you, so you have seen one of my TED Talk before then? Yes, I have. Okay. Awesome. So I always talk about childhood, but because I think that when we see an interview, we don't really get to know about you and how you grew up. And although we've yeah. heard a lot about like um, your fi family dynamic and we share that we're both uh, oldest of five so that's awesome yes, yes I love that yes so how was that dynamic growing up in your family being the oldest um I love it I love it and uh, I love having a big family and it's just there's never a dull moment um and I think when I was younger I kind of felt the pressure of like oh I want to set you know such a good example and um so I think when I it, it was a little bit hard on me I was very very hard on myself when I was younger but um now that I'm older I'm I feel like I have set a good example for the most part <laughs> and um <laughs> you know it's it's great I love it did you take on that kind of like second mother role being the oldest yeah um definitely I mean my mom is a great mom but there she she works so when I'm home it's like, you know, they see me. I don't even think my younger, I'm a lot older than my younger siblings too. So they, I feel like sometimes don't even see me as a sister. They see me as like the second mom and they, they're like, you're way harder on us than mom is. I'm like, sorry, that's just <laughs> how I am. But uh, yeah, I definitely did take on, I think, you know, the second mom role. What about you? Were you, was that like Yeah, a, absolutely. Um, I was just going to ask how far apart are you from the next youngest? Um, so me and my brother are six years apart and then the youngest sister, um, we are 15 years apart. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. for me, um, it's like a 10 year gap. Okay. Basically. So definitely, um, I was the other mother, you know, and, um, yeah. really young too, like at six years old, I would say, yeah. <laughs> I was starting to do, I was like, Okay, I guess I'm the mom now. I'm cooking. I'm yeah. cleaning. I'm, I'm like, what? Are, I, I thought I had a childhood, but I guess not. You know. Yeah, so it's over. It's, it's over. Yeah. You just grow up fast, right? You just kind of grow up fast. Yes. Slow, oh, hundred percent. Right? Um, My brother is turning twenty in a week or two, and I just I can't. Well, I saw I was cleaning and I found this little shirt of his and I was like, oh my, I started crying. I was like, that's literally my little brother. What happened to him? He's not little anymore. He's like yeah. six two. I'm like, I don't know where this came from, but yeah, it's crazy. It's so crazy. They grow up right before our eyes too. Yeah. And they, so before um, we get too much more into this, I guess we should introduce you. <laughs> like so oh yeah, that would probably be a good right? thing to do. <laughs> yeah. So this is Rudy Gutierrez. Am I saying that yes. right? Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> and, and she was one of the incredible performers on Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart. And I just fell in love with you from night one. We'll talk all about the show, but I just want to make sure yes. people know who you are. So I would sweet. assume they know because they're here and they're watching you and they're reading <laughs> you on. You have so many fans who love you so, so much. And I feel just so incredibly honored to have you on this show. So welcome to the show. Welcome to Getting Thank Cozy. You. 
pub time edition. Yes. <laughs> I love so, it. So um, for anyone who doesn't know, the reason I'm in the tub is because the lighting in my bathroom is phenomenal. So I love to be here Where's because that? it's all about the lighting, right? Agree. I'm, you're sitting in front of a huge window. This is where I, I take a lot of my pictures and it's just, you know, you got to get the good lighting. So wherever that is. Well, if it's in you don't need good lighting, girl. So <laughs> I do. <laughs> okay. So um, what, at what age did you discover your love for music and how talented you were? Just how you're just like, damn, I'm good at this. <laughs> um, I think it was I don't really ever remember a specific, I mean, I guess there were a couple times when I was about like seven or eight, I did this competition here in San Antonio and um, I was competing against a bunch of older kids and I sang Who's Loving You by Jackson 5 um, and I wound up like winning and like just beating a lot of other kids that were a lot older than me and they were, they were really good too. So uh, I just, I think it was in that moment for me as a little kid, I was like, oh wow, like I was not expecting to win. I was just like, I love to sing my parents. There wasn't much to do in San Antonio. So it was kind of just like, we did every performance we could and every little competition we could that was here. And, and um, you know, that was one of my first times competing against older kids and I wound up winning. I was like, Oh, I guess I'm not that bad. Cause they were some good competitors there. <laughs> wow. And then from, from that kind of, where did you go? I know you were in Lollapalooza. Can you tell us how that happened? Yeah, it was, um, uh, how old was I? I was like 17, I think, or 18. It was actually, I think I was younger than that. Um, I had a manager at the time and um, she got me, I sang with Boys Like Girls. I sang with the band and uh, yeah, it was, it was crazy. I, insane, but that was probably the most, the craziest performance, like other than being on you know TV, uh, just the audience was like absolutely insane. I think that, moment when I was sitting back and they like announced me to come on stage it was just like the most amazing incredible feeling I've ever felt in my life and I started crying right before I went on stage and he was like please welcome Rudy and then I like walk out and every and the, it was just like this huge uproar of like and they didn't know who I was you know it was just they were just like you know there for it and, and excited and I was literally like dude suck it up like stop crying like I, but I was just like overwhelmed like oh my god this is so cool like this is what I want to do for the rest of my life, you know? And I've, I've always known that, but that moment, just that audience, it was like, it was like a feeling like no other. And um, yeah, it was pretty incredible, so. Oh my gosh. So you having that opportunity, did that kind of solidify, like, this is what I want to do with my entire life. Like, this is my dream. I mean, did you always want to be a performer, a musician? Yeah, yeah. I think it actually started, um, I started acting when I was younger, so I, which people don't know, but before I even did music, I was an actress, and I was in LA, I did pilot season, was on an HBO show, so like, I, my first love was really acting, I somehow kind of started, I just saw a kid at an expo sing, and I told my mom, I want to do that, I was like two years old, and I was like, I, I want to try to sing too, and she was like, all right, well, let's give it a shot, and um, I, ever since then, I sang my first song on stage when I was two years old, and um, I, like I said, there's not really a, a moment that, like, a specific moment that I'm like, oh, I want to do this for the, for the rest of my life. It's just always been that for me, you know. And, and not just music, but I do. I love acting still. I love dancing. Just that that world. Um, I've always loved it so much, and yeah, it's just always been my life. So I don't I don't know anything else. <laughs> just a born performer. 
I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> what was the song that you sung when you were two on stage? Oh, that's a good question. It was uh, How Do I Live. How do I live Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'd love to see that tape. <laughs> oh, my God. My dad, my dad didn't even tape it because he didn't think I was going to do it. So he showed, he, he was there and he had the tape in his hand and he said that he like was, he just was like, she's two years old. Like he was doubting me. He was like, she's not going to remember the words. Like I was, I sang, cause I sang it without any words. I learned the whole song at two and I just, and so my dad was like really nervous. He was like, oh my gosh, like she's going to get up there. She's going to start crying and you know, whatever. I'm two. And, um, and he said, as soon as I, as soon as I started singing, he just like lost it. He was crying and he like didn't even record because he was just so like shocked that I was actually singing this song on stage. <laughs> but yeah, I am sure someone recorded it. We need to like it has to be somewhere. Find yeah. that person, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so put him down. I would love. Is... Oh my god, I would love to see that tape. It'd be hilarious. Oh my god, that is amazing. I'm gonna make that like my personal my personal mission. Now. Yes, I love that. <laughs> 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 hey, that, that's a tip for all you parents out there. Always record kids. You just never know, right? You never know. Yep. That was my first <laughs> So funny. So do you have like a really special childhood memory or story that you can share with us? I always love hearing. Someone said, Erin, we'll find it. I will. I'll find it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think for me, something that sticks out is when like I said, I, we, I did acting. So I had begged my parents to go. I wanted to go to LA when I was like in fourth grade. I was like, just take me out there. We didn't have, I had an agent here in um, San Antonio, but I didn't have one in LA. And I was like, I was four, I was in fourth grade. I was like, what, 11? Yeah, I was 11, 12 years old. And, um, or 10 or 11. And they were like, you want to do it? And I was like, yeah. And, I was, and that meant that I had to be homeschooled. That meant that my family had to basically leave what they were doing and, and go and, and do this for me, you know? And um, at that time it was me and my three younger si siblings. It, we didn't have a fourth one yet, but, and they, we did it. We went and my, my mom and dad got everything and they were like, all right, this girl, she wants to do it. I was doing well here in San Antonio and we got in the car, we drove 25 hours and, um, we, we lived in LA for like a year and it was the coolest thing. It, it, for me, it's just like, I am so grateful for, I'm like getting emotional for no reason, but like um, just my parents, you know, like the, I, I look back on things that everything that they've done for me and I'm just like, Oh my God, they, they, they believed in me so much that they just got, you know, stopped their life for a little bit and took me to LA and just let me and you know try and, and live my dream and figure it out and it was you know it was amazing and I remember in that car ride just listening oh but my dad he, he worked um in San Antonio so he would go and he would visit us for like a weekend and he would leave and and that was really hard because um we're just very we're a very close family um but he always listened to this one album uh the Eagles album this one Eagles album and to this day like when I listen to it I just think of like living in Los Angeles and like those good times of meeting with my dad and then we, he would take us to you know Universal Studios and oh just the good old days the good old days um, but yeah I think okay. that's a really special special m moment memory for me for sure oh my gosh thank you for sharing that with us that's really beautiful yeah and I think when you're in a big family, you know, you just always have those really fun stories. And like you said, there's never a dull moment because there's always somebody to hang out with. And yeah, 
you know, I have two kiddos and I'm glad they have each other, but I am not having that many kids. <laughs> I, know, I, I feel like I'm the same way. My mom's like, how many kids do you want? I'm like, mm, I don't think as many as you would like because right. it's just a lot. I don't know how, how my, my parents are amazing, but like r raising five and, and as of the oldest too, you know, I feel like we get a taste of what it's like to raise a lot of kids <laughs> I'm definitely oh, yeah. when I am a mom I know I'm gonna be one good mom because I have done this for 25 years right so oh, uh, but yeah I don't think I want that many kids I think I think three maybe <laughs> but yeah gotta find a boyfriend first so <laughs> <laughs> I used to want to have uh three and then I had one of each and I'm like I'm good I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're good. I think I had my husband get a vasectomy when I was giving birth to the second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, done. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally done. So, you know, great, so. Um, hopefully they won't bust in like they did last time. On Matt, on Matt's live, they came into the room while I was <laughs> interviewing him. That's so cute. I was honestly, that's always a fear of mine because I have, uh, obviously we're a huge family. We have two dogs too. So, um, I'm always like, I told my sisters, I'm like, keep the dogs over there. Don't come in the room. Like, just stay over there. So I know how that is. The door is locked, so I think we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, like, like, oh, my gosh. So, um, gosh, there's just, oh, if you guys have questions, the easiest thing to do is just to hit that little question box. And then at the end, we'll go through a few questions if we have some time. So, because um, I'm not reading the comments. It's just, I want to focus on Rudy. Yes, and I don't she have my star glasses. Star of our show read them if I wanted to. <laughs> blind as <laughs> a Oh my God, I'm as blind as you are. It's really, really bad. Terrible. And I ran out of contacts and I haven't gone back to my optometrist. And so I've oh. just, and I don't like to wear my glasses all the time. So I literally can't see the comments at all, but love you guys. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> She loves all of you. Thank you for commenting. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So you had this amazing performance and then you're, you were homeschooled your entire life, right? Until you were 16? Um, I was homeschooled for uh, high school, and then I was homeschooled for the year that we went out for pilot season in fourth grade. So not my okay. entire life, but just fourth grade randomly. And then when I got to high school, I went to high school for a couple, couple months, and I was just traveling a lot uh, for music and it was just, I was like, I, I literally couldn't go. To, I wasn't going to school. So it's like, yeah, okay. you gotta, gotta go home homeschool so uh yeah but all for all of high school I didn't go pretty much and so for fourth grade you were homeschooled because of pursuing music basically um for acting yeah oh, for acting. so yes. tell us a little about your you know your early acting career like what you said you were you had some HBO um yeah I just did, I, I did a lot of um commercials national commercials and I just loved being in front of a camera I loved it and um at a very young age, it was just like, I just wanted to be in front of a camera. And um, I did really well here. I did really well in Texas. And um, it just got to a point to where my agent was like, all right, you know, if she wants to do pilot season, we should go and try to do pilot season. And so we went and there was a few, um, I was almost the, it was against me and this other little girl for the Jim Belushi show. Um, and then I didn't wind up getting that because I wound up going with a white mom and I am not white. So, <laughs> um, and then I, but I booked a, uh, there was this HBO show called Resurrection Boulevard and it was so, this is a cool story too. Um, uh, my dad's favorite show, we would, we watched the show at home before I went out to LA 
And I remember my dad, we watched it religiously. It was a boxing show. And um, he was like, damn, wouldn't it be cool if like you got like an audition or like a spot on the show? And, you know, we're like, yeah, what? cool. Of course, that's awesome. Um, so then we went out to LA and my agent called. I wound up getting an agent in LA. And she's like, we have an audition for um, Resurrection Boulevard. And I was like, no way. Like, that's my dad's favorite show. Like, no way. And I remember going, the auditions in LA compared to the auditions in San Antonio, like, if you can book one thing in LA, like, you're doing pretty good because it's just like, the competition is absolutely insane. Like, you just go in. I remember walking into the room and there were probably... 500 little Hispanic girls. I'm not even kidding you. 500. And that was just that day of the audition. And I walked in. I was, you know, 10, 9, 10 years old. And um, they were just going in and out. And they, you know, I went out, I auditioned. And they were like, all right, wait. They had some girls, wait, 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 wait. It was like an all day long thing. And then finally, at the very end of the day, there was like maybe 20, 30 girls in the room. And the guy comes out and he's like, everyone can leave. Rudy got the part. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, no way. Like, that is insane. And my dad wasn't in LA with us at that moment. He was in um, Texas working. So just calling him and just telling him, he literally was like, no way. So I was on a few episodes and, um, you know, it was it was a really, really cool thing. Unfortunately, it was going so well. It was, just, it was great. It was going really well. I, I booked another few commercials and stuff like that. Um, and one day we were on our way to another audition and our car was gone. Um, they had stolen my mom's car and um, we just, we went, we all flew back home and that was kind of it. And, and that was kind of like the end of like my, like I just stopped acting. I don't really know why it just like, we, we got up, we had to leave because it was like, we didn't have a car and, we had to figure things out. So we all flew back home and, um, and then that was, that was kind of it. It was just like, and then I got into music and then I really love music. And so I just kind of put it to the side and I was like, well, it's all good. Like I, now I really like to do music. So let's try to do this. And that's kind of where, I, where it really started with me musically. But yeah, that is kind of the whole acting thing for me. So. Oh my gosh. So if, uh, somebody came knocking on your door and had an acting role for you, would you be open to it? A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think that is still, um, before the show I had gone on one audition and it was just random. Uh, like I just went on and I was like, okay, I need a sign here. If I go on audition and it was in LA and I get a callback or, you know, whatever, then, um, then that's, then I should probably just tap into that a little bit more. And I did, they, I, I, almost got the thing and it went really well and I loved it again I was like oh my god I freaked this was so much fun I missed this so much so yeah doing that um definitely it's kind of hard because you want to focus on you don't want to spread yourself too thin right but um right. but right. I, I love that if I had that opportunity I would definitely I would take it in a heartbeat for sure oh my gosh well you can just like I said you're a triple threat girl oh thank you you're so yeah, sweet 100% you are <laughs> so um let's see okay what is the first concert you ever went to? Mm. Aaron Carter. <laughs> Aaron Carter. Oh my God. I loved Aaron Carter. He was my first crush. He, I knew every single word to every single one of his songs. I touched his hand. I didn't want to wash my hand for like 17 <laughs> days. 
I was obsessed with Aaron Carter, and it was the funnest thing. My dad took me for my birthday when I was like seven or eight or something. Oh my gosh, it was oh. just the funnest thing ever. But yeah, that was my first concert. <laughs> so when Aaron Carter was really big, Jesse McCartney was really big, right? Around the same time? Yeah. yeah. So I, I liked Aaron, but Jesse McCartney is like it for me. Like I was yeah. so, oh my God, Jesse McCartney. Yeah. And I yeah. remember he was in San Francisco and I was so excited about his concert and I got so sick. I couldn't go. And I was like so depressed. Oh, <laughs> but, yeah, that would have been sad. I told, I literally, I would have been so sad if I didn't see Aaron. So sad. So but you I did. saw him several times in the concert? No, I've only seen, I only saw him that one time. Um, but it was so much fun. I just remember being on my dad's shoulders and then touching his hand, being like, oh, my God, I touched his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Have you reached out to him and been like, hey, by the way? <laughs> I've thought about it, honestly, because I actually sang um, one of his songs, Aaron's Party. And I like dance to it and like I just I have a video of it and it's absolutely hilarious. I've I've been thinking of just like tagging him in it and being like, yo, what's up? <laughs> what are you waiting for, girl? <laughs> I know I should. It's really funny. I might. <laughs> for sure. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna tag him in this live. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so besides Aaron Carter, who are your favorite artists growing up? I loved Christina Aguilera. That was someone that I was just, I loved um, Jackson 5. I loved old jazz music. Um, I don't really know how, where I got into that. But um, yeah, I, I, so many different uh, classic rock. But I think for me as a musician, the main person that had the most, um, you know, what was I going to say? I just lost my train of thought. It has to be Christina Aguilera. That's like the girl who I just looked up to. She could perform. She could dance. She could sing literally anything incredibly. And um, yeah, I just freaking loved her. I also, now I have other other ones. I, sh I know she hasn't come out with anything in a while. But um, growing up, it was definitely, she was my girl. She sang in Spanish. I love that um, about her. And that's, you know, that. She made me want to be the artist that I am today, I think. Uh, she had definitely had the biggest influence on me, for sure, yeah. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Um, you talk about how she's done in Spanish now. Do you have any recordings in Spanish, or do you plan to have any of those? Yeah, I have a couple. Um, I don't know when the right time is to release that. I also want to do um, – I wrote a song called Butterfly um, – about for my grandma when she passed away and my grandma spoke nothing but Spanish and um, she spoke English, but she spoke beautiful Spanish. And I've been wanting to translate that and, and do that and then release that maybe um, in the next month or two. So yeah, we'll see. I love singing in Spanish. It's such a, I, I don't speak it fluently, but singing in Spanish is like, it's just, it's part of who I am, and I I love it, and I'm so excited to get to share that part of, of me with people because I, I haven't yet. So um, definitely in the near future, hopefully some Spanish, yeah. That makes me so happy. Well, I'll be sure to share that. That's really beautiful. Oh, I took Spanish for 15 years. I'm not fluent either, but I loved, I loved when I could speak it and yes. I'm singing it, and I actually read my children's Spanish books, and oh, I, I love, love that. 
Yeah, I love doing that. So they can kind of have a little bit of that, you know, in their life. But um, you got to you gotta continue that tradition, you know, especially from your grandmother. She's like here yes. with you, I'm sure. Yes, 100%. And she did she pass earlier this year? She did, yes. It was um, March 10th. It was right before, right before the show, a little after I got home from filming. And yeah, I was just happy that I had, I got to see her after the show. I was, during the show, I was like very preoccupied with her in the back of my head just because she wasn't doing well. And, um, but she was like, you have to go, like you have to go do it. And uh, I did. So, but the whole time on the show, I was like, oh my gosh, like what if something happened? And my mom didn't want to call me because she knows I will come home right away. So that was like a very, um, hard thing for me while filming. Um, it made me like 40,000 more times emotional. Um, but luckily, thankfully, I came back home and um, I got to see her, I gave her a big hug and spent some time with her. And um, I, I got to talk to her the night that she passed and it was beautiful. So couldn't have asked for a better, a better way of her, um, you know, leaving this earth. It was very, very hard. I grew up I, this is, that's what this tattoo is. Everyone always asks, like, what this, I got this, like, two years ago. It's just the year she was born. And, um, she was, like, my second mom. I just, my best friend. And so it was really hard for me. But at the same time, it was, like, I couldn't, like I said, I couldn't have asked for a better way of her, of her leaving. And, um, she knew I was about to do something really cool. And, uh, yeah. Well, and she was, I mean, she had a full life. She was born in 1928. Yes, and she had nine kids. My mom was the youngest of nine. Um, just she started a legacy, and it, you know, she's the most incredible person I've ever known, probably will ever know. Um, but yeah. I'm so glad that you had that special bond with her. That's really yeah. amazing. Very, very special. Um, so let's jump into the show. Okay. Um, <laughs> So you are having these amazing musical, you know, experiences. What in your career led up to Listen to Your Heart? Um, I had, I was in a really bad management contract for like eight years of my life. So I had just gotten out of the contract and I've spoken about this, you know, a few times here and there, but I was like pretty much done with music and acting and everything. I just wanted to literally my parents own a shop i was like i'll go work in the shop like i'm done i've i've been doing this way too long i was sucked in this contract i was very very depressed i was like i didn't want to do it anymore and then one day i kind of just woke up and was like you know what go go try one more time you're not going to give up like stop being annoying get your ass up and go give it another try and um i told my parents like i'm going to la i don't really know people out there, I have maybe one friend out there at the time, um, I'm going to go to LA and I'm going to just try one more time. And it was probably, what, six months. And then I got the call to do the show and I was like, let's do it. <laughs> so yeah, that was pretty much it. I, you know, done a lot of other things. It was just busy writing, met some really cool people. And the, my producer who's here right now, um, working with me, I met him during that time and, um, just things were happening. And I was like, okay, don't get like I can't give up because doors kept opening and it was just for me just more confirmation that I was in the right spot and I was doing the right thing by not 
giving up. So, uh, yeah, they just, they called me, I auditioned and that was, that was that. And I was like, let's do it. I, I was single. I was ready to mingle. I'm a singer. <laughs> I was ready to sing, you know, they told me about it and I was like, this sounds amazing. Like, let's do it. So, uh, I did. <laughs> I, I'm sure I speak for everyone when I say I'm so glad that you did not quit. Yes. so incredibly talented. That would have been <laughs> such a loss. Oh, my God. Thank so thank you, you for speaking it out. Um, so I, I love that, you know, I've heard some of your interviews, and, and I love that you didn't realize that Chris Harrison would be the host. <laughs> yeah, I did not have any idea. But as soon as I saw him, I was like, ah, I was so excited because I'm a fan of The Bachelor. So um i <laughs> i just remember we were in the car and on the one of the guys on the walkie-talkie the driver was like oh is harrison ready and i was like and i was like chris harrison and he, he wasn't allowed to like speak to me or he was just like you know he just kind of like smiled and i was like wait harrison and i was like no 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 way and then we pull up and he's literally sick. i was like oh my god it's chris harrison i'm on the bachelor right now like what's going on so yeah it was uh, a very cool moment for me i was they obviously cut out a lot of our interaction just because it was you know they have to put everything in a two hours yeah. but um i was just when i got out i was like oh my gosh like i was freaking out i was like you look perfect like you are literally i was just like starstruck chris harrison it was hilarious <laughs> I can't even imagine. So I, um, this is a reality TV podcast, you know, so yeah. I have to talk about the show in general. Like if you're a big fan, I mean, when did you start watching the show? Probably like I wasn't mm, three years ago. I was going to say I wasn't like the, like Jamie. I know she's seen like literally every season. She's yeah. so, and I just never grew up watching that, but I don't know. Three years ago, my friend was like, you should watch it. This guy's really cute, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. And I then I got hooked. I was like, wow, this is really good. Um, so, yeah. Who is the lead? Um, oh, who was the guy before? It might have been longer than three years. Was it Ben Higgins, Sean? Was it the blonde? Um, he was blonde. I was going to say, maybe I watched the girl season first because – what is the order? There was Ari. Where, where was Ari? Ari was um, right before Becca. Okay, so I, so, I, saw, I, I saw Becca's. I definitely saw Becca's because I fell in love okay. with her. And, okay. um, so you saw Ari before or you saw that Becca was your first? No, I saw Ari before. But I okay. don't know. I'm thinking there was a really – not that Ari's not cute, but I'm maybe I'm thinking about Colton. I don't know. I don't know. But I started it. I got hooked loved it and never did I think like all my friends would be like oh you should like go on the show and like you're you're crazy your personality's insane like they probably love you and I'd be like <laughs> I, I'm probably never gonna do something like that I never thought I would um but there there was <laughs> <laughs> but how fun to be a fan and then be on the show right like I can't oh yeah it was so surreal no. So amazing it was it was really really cool just like the rose ceremonies sitting standing in the room with chris harrison and then him being like rudy like you know from you get through i'm just like this is so weird like i never i remember the first rose ceremony i was like the girls were giving out the roses and he was like i was the last girl to give the rose but when he called my name i was like what is going what what am i doing right now <laughs> 
So do you have any, um, before we get into the show a little more, do you have any Bachelor uh, Nation crushes? Like anybody that you think is? Ooh, um, Woo! I think I honestly there are so many there are so many I think Mike Johnson's really cute I think um Connor's very cute uh, I could go on Clay um go Matt on. James <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, God, I, I, I can I can hook you up girl go on <laughs> yeah I'm like uh I, I'm not picky and all these guys are very good looking so um you know yeah there's a lot that I so, like. So basically, if they're single, you're interested? Is that what you're telling exactly. me? Exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. If they're single. And, like, I feel like the cool thing is, like, yes, you don't get to know a person to a T, but, like, you do see some of their personality and, like, watching, yeah. like, you know, Mike on Hannah's season, like, just sweetest guy. Like, he just seems like the freaking sweetest guy. And so, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yep. I'll be tagging him in this video, too. <laughs> Actually... <laughs> I, I'm a former dating coach, so you better watch out. I will hook you up, and I'm yes, I love it. <laughs> I just started watching. Um, I watched Married at First Sight like the other day, and I had never heard of it. And I was like, "This is insane!" But they, but these people actually match people with uh, people that go really work really well together. I'm like, "Wow, maybe yeah, yeah, I need to do." <laughs> Yes, girl, you should go on now. Oh my god, you'd be so huge hit. They'd be like, Holy <laughs> shit, that's Rudy. Are you not Rudy? <laughs> oh my god, be hilarious. That would be amazing. Now, did you watch Love is Blind? Oh, yes, loved Love is Blind. I love reality TV. I'm just a sucker for a good reality TV show. You know, I love, I watch The Circle. Um, what else? I love The Circle. I thought that was a really, really cool, unique. Um, different concept i liked i love love island oh my god yes i, I miss it. love island i know me too I, I literally watched every single season of the uk so maybe i just need to go to the australian version and watch that one next but they're like yeah. in every country now it's so funny but i wanted to bring it back to us i love the u.s i know i know the u.s one but that would be cool if they came back because, yeah. So you would definitely, if an offer to go on Paradise came, you would, like, 100% take it? Yeah. Okay. Much. We got to make I that think, I think I, like, before I was a little bit more apprehensive just because I was like, eh, I don't know how this is going to, like, I don't I just had such an amazing time. And the whole experience for me, luckily, was a really great experience for the most part. You know, there were some things that happened, but, um, that's life and it wasn't it just it, it was a cool thing and I it's just so cool to just go and, and meet a bunch of different good looking people <laughs> um, so yeah and then to be in Mexico like just why who wouldn't want to do that you know so much fun after the pandemic of course of course yeah <laughs> <laughs> um okay so I don't want to talk all about you and Matt because that has been that's beating a dead horse, am I correct? And, and that, yeah. I mean, you have questions. So, you go for it, but I'm gonna put the ball in your court. I'm gonna ask you, <laughs> my little cousin. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. You're fine. Um, I'm gonna ask you what you want to talk regarding that to us. What do you want to tell us about 
what's going on currently, anything you want to share that has to do with him, because I don't feel comfortable asking you certain questions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you have yeah. talked a lot about it. So whatever you feel comfortable sharing about Matt, we're all ears. I'll just put the yeah. ball in your court with that. Cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, we have, uh, it was just, it was so hard for me for such a long time because I did really like him so much. Um, and it just, it was hard for me to still be his friend and talk to him the way we were talking when I had feelings for him. Um, so I think I, I've been, I've been dating and not obviously how much dating can you actually do because of quarantine, but I've been talking to people and, you know, there's dating apps and there's phones and, um, and yeah, I just, I have been talking to someone, it's nothing like serious, but it's just, it was, it's just been good to like, I don't know, I just feel like I can be Matt's friend now, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, yeah. I don't, I don't feel so, I haven't seen him in a really long time. Uh, we did, I, I did tell him like I needed my space, I didn't want to talk for a while. Um, and, you know, he gave me my space and respected that. And I just had time to talk to other people and get to know other people and not be completely tied to him and um you know some things I was kind of upset with him for a while and um I really just didn't want <laughs> I didn't want to I didn't want him in my life at the moment hence stupid boy um but <laughs> you know I I feel like I finally have gotten over it in a way, and it feels good. And so I actually reached out to him um, the other day, and I was like, "Hope you're doing well." You know, I gave him a call. I texted him. He was like, "Call me." And so we we talked on the phone for a little bit, and I was like, "Look, we're good. I, you know, I'm doing my own thing. I feel like I've moved on." And um, he was like, "Okay, cool. So yeah, we're we're good." And I am going back to LA, and we are friends. Um, he is a stupid boy still. Matt, you're watching. <laughs> still down boy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, and, Most boys uh, are no, stupid. Uh, That's the problem, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he, uh, yeah, but we're, we're good. And we'll see, you know, hang out and hopefully hang out. Um, and yeah, but I think that's pretty much it. That's kind of what happened. And that's kind of where I feel like, you know, I was trying to put out how I was feeling and I was pissed I was mad at him and I right, so ready. yeah <laughs> and I just wanted to you know I also wanted to share I, I just was getting so many questions about him and I and um it was just very overwhelming and, and that's why I spoke out about it I was like look I'm sorry if you don't agree with me speaking out about it but I just want to tell I want to be honest with people and I want just let everyone know where I'm at and I was pissed so I let them know like I, there's no moody right now like just I need time to like move on and and get over it and you know and that's what I've done and I feel good and now now it's like okay now we can be friends now we can you know I'm cool to talk to you and I'm not like you know sad because you don't like me and I like yeah, all this bullshit so um yeah it's been good we're good we're friends and yeah Thank you for sharing that with us because, yeah. you know, we, of course, we watch on this show. We fall in love with Moody. Who didn't? You fell in love with Moody. You know, the idea I of you guys being together. 
Right, yeah. of course. And you're magic together, but you're also magic separately too. Thank so, you. you know, I get upset because when people say like, why can't they just perform together? Well, you guys are incredible solo. So you can still yeah. have your solo career. And then if it makes sense to do music together, you're not ruling that out, but yeah. you're not putting so much pressure on it either. You know, right. so I think I it's super mature. The show, like thinking I was going to be a duo with someone for the rest of my life. I, I've never performed with anyone on stage. So how, how am I going to go from, you know, doing music myself, my whole entire life to then just doing it with like, that wasn't, that was not what I, you know, so right. even I know I, I love singing with him. I love making music with him and, uh, you know, not ruling that. Out. Yeah. She froze. Are we good? Yeah. <laughs> you're good. You're good. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're so happy to hear that okay. because, huh, good. <laughs> that makes us happy. So um, when Matt was here a couple of weeks ago, he was like, if you talk to Rudy, make sure you ask her how much of a lightweight I am. So what can you tell us about Matt being a lightweight? He is the biggest man <laughs> I've no, he's huge. And I remember we, he doesn't drink much. And so like he drank, I know the first night and then we both didn't drink. Well, let me, refer, let me rephrase that. Um, <laughs> when we drank, it, we didn't drink like every day. Like a lot of people were just like, oh, the bar's open and you know, but we were like very focused on the music aspect of it because you know, not saying that other people weren't, but we were just even more. And so like, he didn't drink a lot and then when he did oh my gosh that boy he literally could have one beer I'm not even half a beer and he would be acting drunk I'm like what are you doing you're just <laughs> half a beer we after we sang Tennessee whiskey we celebrated we were like let's get two beers we chugged two beers behind stage and we were and he literally after that one beer he was like it's <laughs> calling Oh, are you there? Okay, sorry. It's live. Um, it's live. We know. It's cool. Don't yeah, I'm like, uh, I don't know how to not have calls. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so, he, no, he's literally, I remember, I I was just like, I'm like, did you, like, do, oh, my. Annoying. Sorry. I'm going to check. I love it. Like, I don't have friends. called again and I had to tell him I'm on live he's like oh shoot <laughs> Sorry. um anyway what was I saying yes biggest lightweight I've ever met in my whole entire life I know girls me I mean I'm a small girl and I can drink more than you know half a beer and not feel wasted he drinks like a, yeah. a girl I'm sorry he drinks like a little girl and then he acts like a little girl after 10 minutes of drinking so <laughs> Oh my God, it's so funny. You had to share that with us. Thank you so much. So I'm so stacked. We have like 10 minutes left. Okay, so we have to talk about your amazing singles. They are incredible. I cannot Dang. stop playing them. Yes. Especially Stupid Boy. My kids are singing this song. I'm going to record it and send it to you. Yes. Because they have incredible voices. But it's, you know, they're, they're what, five and eight? It's 
freaking adorable. So that's so cute. Oh my god, I love that. I need I need that video. I love kids. So okay, good. Even if it's a, just a video of kids jumping up and down, I'm like, oh my god, they're adorable. <laughs> I will send it your way for sure. Um, so we know where stupid boy kind of you know came from, but let's go back to like OTGA. Was that? Yeah. Yeah, so just kind of tell us, like, the origin of your singles. I always love to hear that. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, one that got away, I wrote when my um, last boyfriend and I broke up, and he – actually, that's false. I did not write that song about him. <laughs> one way, I'm like, wait, that's, that's the wrong song. No, I wrote that – I wrote this song okay, about another ex um, that we broke up, and then – he didn't want anything to do with me, blah, blah, blah. And then a year later, he was, like, hitting me up. And he was just, he missed me. And he wanted to try and work it out. And I was like, I'm sorry, but uh, when I wanted to work it out, you left me. So, guess I'm, you know, the one that got away. And that's kind of where that one originated. Um, okay. But, yeah, we had been broken up for, like, a year. And then he just started reaching out. And I was like, no, 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 no. Um, but, yeah, so that's that one. Smile. Um... I wrote the chorus. Uh, my grandma, who passed away this year, she was actually really sick a couple years ago. And um, I thought I was going to lose her then. And um, I just sat down and I wrote, Smile, because at least I loved you for a while. That part, the chorus of the song, um, I wrote that about her. And a lot of people don't know that. They're like, oh, it's about, you know, Obviously, it sounds like a love song, but I wrote just that chorus about my grandma and just being so grateful to have had her as long as I have and just to smile because at the end of the day, even though it's hard, I at least got to love you so much. And um, then I just, I, I didn't write anything else. I just kind of pushed it away. And then I wound up breaking up, or not breaking up, I wound up, yeah, I guess not being with my other boyfriend. <laughs> I date a lot. Um, and... Um, <laughs> Yeah, and, and then I finished writing The Rest of Smile because of that relationship. So that was, like, both about my grandma and then about my ex-boyfriend. Um, but, yeah, then Hate LA was about the same guy who I f finished writing Smile about. Just he moved – he wound up moving to New York. And, uh, <clears throat> and it was just hard because I had just moved to L.A., and we pretty much, like, had – a little life there together like that was like my first time in LA and so you know when you when you're with someone 24 7 you know learning uh this new city that you're in and going to these places with that person um and then he leaves and then you're just kind of I was just stuck there by myself and it was just like so hard for me to get over him because everything reminded me of him literally I I remember I was in an uber the way the song started I was in an uber and um, we passed, we used to call each other Ralph, like the stores, like, uh, like Ralph's. And we started calling each other that went there together. And like, I'm very weird. So we called each other Ralph. And I was in an Uber on my way to a session. And I literally was driving around. And I saw Ralph's. And I just started bawling in the back of this Uber. And I was like, <laughs> just like crying. And I pulled out my phone and I wrote, the first line, been driving around this city and all I see is you. I wrote that while I was crying in the back of my Uber going to a session. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. So, yeah. you, I love how you just, life just inspires you to write songs. Just yeah. anything and everything, right? Yeah, literally. 
So what is your favorite song to sing, like in the whole world? Ooh. I know it's hard. Very, very hard question. Um, I really love singing Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Um, oh, would you honor us? Would you honor I can us? sing a little bit. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. When all the clouds darken up the skyway, and there's a rainbow highway to be found, waiting from your window pane, just a step beyond the rain. There you go. <laughs> my voice is so tired. Oh my gosh, I'm crying. See? <laughs> oh, you're so cute. I love you. That's beautiful. I love, oh. love, 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 love that song. And I love um, Wizard of Oz. I mean, who doesn't, right? Yes, who doesn't? Seriously, love that movie. I actually might watch that again soon now that you're saying that. Reminds you of childhood and all those things. So yeah. we only have a couple minutes. I'm so sad. Okay. So, um, your go-to karaoke song. Do you have like an always like a go-to karaoke song? Go-to karaoke song. Um, um, something fun. I don't really like to sing. That sounds dumb. I mean, I do if I get like really, really drunk, I guess. But um, just anything <laughs> that I can rap, like what's it called? Um, this one is for the boys with the boom. Like just something like that where I can just oh, dance, yeah, yeah. And, like have a good time. Yeah. Uh, what is okay. that song called by Nicki Minaj? Super bass. Like, oh, super bass. So what about a song that just always makes you happy, like, no matter what? Like, you are ha you have a shitty day, you put that song on, you're, like, instantly happy. Like, what's your happy song? Okay, happy song. I love You to One by Rihanna. It's a it's a love song, and it just, it just puts me in a good – it makes me feel like I'm in love, even though I'm not. <laughs> it's just, like, it's just a good song. It just reminds me of, like, when you're first dating someone, like, getting to know someone. It's just, like, a cool vibe, you know? I don't know. I just – love that song and it puts me in a good mood even though i'm very single i can still listen to that song and be like i'm gonna sing this about a guy one day and i'm gonna love him so much he's gonna love me and it's gonna be great <laughs> let me tell you something though rudy you are very young and it's okay to be single right now in fact you should be single seriously i will tell you i dated my entire 20s and the year i turned 30 i met my husband but i feel like the reason i did is because i wrote down every single quality i wanted in a husband in you know my mate and yeah. then swear to god a week later he just poof he just shows up out of nowhere wow wow i need to do that then i'll wait i'll wait a couple years but i'll, I'll i need to do that that's yes. amazing <laughs> i freaking love that can you sing um the chorus of that rihanna song because i know i know it but i can't like remember yeah it right it's now. the um you're the one that i dream about all day you're the one that i think about always you have one. Oh, so good. Love this one. Oh, We're going to blast that right after this, actually. Yay! I know, right? <laughs> okay, so if you could hop a plane right now and travel anywhere, there's no pandemic, there's no limitations, where would you go in the whole world? Um, I would go back to Tokyo. Oh, I love Tokyo. Oh, I love it. So I feel like I should pick a place that I haven't been to, but... I don't know. I gotta go back. I miss it. So that's where I would go. Tokyo is amazing. I used to be a flight attendant, and we, I would, since I was based in San Francisco, we would go to Tokyo so many times. And oh. I feel like a brat. So I'm like, oh my god, I have to go to Tokyo yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, I would give anything to go back right now. That sounds like so much fun. Right? I know. It's like we can't go anywhere. But hey, yeah. at least we still have cars and we can still drive in the country. Right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> There's still that. Do you have There's like so a fun like day trip that you'd like to take from uh, San Antonio? Like somewhere in Texas? I love going to the rivers and like the lake. We have beautiful, really beautiful lakes. Um, we did actually just went this weekend to the river and it was just so nice to just go and, you know, have a couple beers, just go tubing and sit in the sun. I love just getting away from, you know, the, not that we're in the city city, but just to go in, out in nature. And um, yeah. I love going camping and um, just, yeah. I think the river. I love going to Malibu when I'm in LA, though. I'm just going to the beach and eating good food. Oh, I'm doing that. As soon as I get back, I'm going to the beach. You will find me at the beach if it's open, if everything is okay. But yes. By the way, I know you love Italian food and I know you love tacos. Have you been to Tacos to Madre in LA? I have not, but I've heard very good things. Is oh it good? My God. Oh, the best tacos in the entire world. I kid you not. Uh, the minute this is over, I'm driving down to LA just to get those tacos. I've been <laughs> craving them for months. And I'm going to drag you with me because you have to I will go. Them. Oh, that sounds so freaking good. I was going to tell you, I'm, I'm thinking about taking a trip to San Francisco, too, when all this is over. So if you have any good spots, now that I know some people, not some people, you and I have a couple other friends that are there. But... Um, <laughs> Yes, we will have to get together and eat all the tacos. I'm so down for that. Oh, my gosh. There's so many amazing Mexican places in San Francisco, like downtown. And then yeah. you get such a great workout. You don't even care if you have, like, five margaritas because you're, like, yeah. walking straight up. <laughs> yeah. Literally. That's, see, that's probably where I need to be living then because you're just, like you said, you're just working out and you don't even know. <laughs> it's so beautiful. I'm not a city girl. I love um, being kind of out in nowhere. So right now I'm about an hour away from the city. We're living cool. in like a little town, like a Mayberry. It's so nice to raise a family here. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. But if I were single, I would still be living in the city because it is just like, so, there's just something to do every second. It's uh, just so okay. exciting, you know? Yeah, that's how I feel. That's how I feel about LA. I just it's so much different than here. And my parents are like, we are right. never moving. like we're not we're not leaving. I'm like, please, just go to LA. It's so much fun. I love it over there. <laughs> I'm going to cry. We have two minutes left. You have been oh, incredible, Rudy. Is there anything you want to say to your fans? Actually, let me real quick click on these. Oh, my God. We have, like, 20 questions. Okay, hold on a second. You can answer some. Uh, you have let's to see. go, like, five minutes. We don't have to leave right at eight, do we? What time is it? We'd have to go back. Well, I'm cool with that. If you are, I could talk to you for like another hour. But um, okay. So let's see <laughs> what else. <laughs> um, okay. It's all about you guys. She already answered that. She will possibly be, you know, singing with Matt. We're just not sure yet. <laughs> not sure yet, but it's it is still a possibility. If he plays his cards right, if he's nice to me. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Rudy from Listen to Your Heart. Since it was an IG live, it did get cut off at the one hour mark, and I apologize for that. But the good news is part two is coming soon with her roomie, Julia, from Listen to Your Heart. So that will be a really fun episode, and that will be airing very soon. So stay tuned for that on at Getting Cozy with Erin. And thanks again for listening. Stay safe and always stay cozy. Till next time, bye. Have you ever had a bad waxing experience? I had one so awful that I swore off waxing for good. 
until the day I met Nikki, the owner of Lunchbox Wax. She convinced me that her salon was nothing like the one I'd experienced. Though hesitant, I agreed to try a service at Lunchbox. I am so glad I did. She was right. The salon was warm and the staff was so welcoming. My specialist was kind and patient, bending over backwards to make me feel relaxed and calm. The service was quick and as comfortable as it could be. I was amazed waxing could be like this and made sure to book my follow-up appointment. I'm grateful to Nikki and so glad I chose to trust her and Lunchbox Wax. Book your waxing appointment today. Make your life smooth with Lunchbox Wax. New to waxing? After your first wax, get the same service next time for free. Already a Lunchbox Wax fan? Save up to 48% and get a 12-month Brazilian unlimited membership. Book online at www.lunchboxwax.com and use the code BOGOFREE. With all our Bay salons now open in Dublin, Alameda, Walnut Creek, Concord, Brentwood, San Ramon, and Camden Park. Use code BOGOFREE at www.lunchboxwax.com.